0: Hey, freelancers, welcome back to Clients and Coins, the podcast, where we talk about tips and strategies to help freelancers scale and grow their online businesses. So today, we're going to be talking about niche selection and targeting high-paying clients. Now, why I chose this topic for our fourth episode was because amongst all the questions that I do get with um suggestions on what we should talk about each week niches each question keep having a twist on niches and something around niches so i decided to just do one full episode on niches and share like what exactly is a niche why is niche selection important and how to find your niche and i also want to add in how to identify high paying client opportunities that's kind of like a bonus But yeah, so as you guys know, if you're an avid listener to the podcast, we talk about niche selection almost every episode so far, to be honest. We talk about niches and niching down and that kind of stuff quite regularly. And honestly, it is very important to you and your business, and in order to scale. And one of the reasons why it's important is because we can't please everyone as much as we would like to help everyone. We can't help everyone because we, everyone can't relate to us. So, niches, what are niches? What is niching down? So, according to Google, a niche is a specialized segment of the market for a particular kind of product or service. Another definition I found was denoting products services or interests that appeal to a small specialized section of the population. So basically in my own words, a niche is your set or selected target market that you decide you want to work with or market to. Basically these are your client avatars, these are your ideal clients, these are the people that you want to work with for whatever reason. and. A niche could look like, in, in terms of, a, a niche could look like, say you're um, a graphic designer and you decide you only want to work with e-commerce stores, that would be your niche e-commerce stores. And you could even niche it down a bit further and do a niche within a niche and say that you only work with makeup e-commerce stores or you only work with pet e-commerce stores. So that would be a niche within a niche. So basically as i said a niche is tailoring or like defining really putting into perspective who it is that you want to work with and identifying your target market now why is niche selection so important and you know that you guys hear this across the board so many people say this and honestly it is true but you see when you first start out as a freelancer it's tempting Oh my gosh, it's so tempting to try to be everything to everyone. As I said, that is a big mistake. Because the more specialized you are, the more valuable you are to your potential clients. And that's self-explanatory, to be honest. Because if you're marketing to me and I see that you specialize in a particular area that I'm interested in having a service or a product for... I'm more going to lean to you than someone else that dabbles in this and dabbles in that and dabbles in the third because they're not going to be able to give as much attention and detail as the person who's only catering to this specific niche. And not only that, the person who tends to niche down within a specific market or space usually also has more extra tips under their belt or like more special things hidden that made their job stand out more than someone else who tries to do everything. Because that's it, that the more you work within a market or like the more experience that you get doing a skill or practicing a skill the better you will get so if you're doing something repeatedly all the time yes you're going to try to continue improving it and scaling it and what's not because it's only up we don't want to stay stagnant now we don't want to start to drop in terms of quality so if you keep improving and doing the same thing over and over and over again it's only obvious to be honest it's like the next step From there, it's just to get better, to learn new stuff, to be able to apply some other things within your business that will help you to stand out. So when you select a niche, it allows you to focus on your strengths and expertise. It helps you to become known as an expert in your field. It also attracts high paying clients and it also builds a more loyal Client base, and all those are pros. I think they're quite self-explanatory, to be honest. Um, but if you guys have any questions or need any further expansion on any of those points, you can let me know. I will be happy to do so over an email. But knee selection, honestly, is very important, and it's a gateway to a lot of good things or assets. I would say within your business and your growth as well as a freelancer so how to find your niche if you're not sure what your niche is i have a few tips for you the first thing you could do is to think about your skills and interests What are you good at? What do you enjoy doing? And honestly, you should have thought about this bit too when you had just began your freelancing journey and you're thinking of what you want to offer in terms of a service. What is it that you want to offer ourselves to people you would have already, or you should have, I should say, already had this conversation within your mind. The second tip i have is to consider your experience what industries or roles have you worked in and the pro to this is say you were working in the tech industry for a company within your country or whatever and you decided you want to take these skills that you have in tech and start your own freelancing business you may already know a lot of big names or have a few connections within the tech industry due to your previous job. So it may also be a bit easier for you to scale your business due to these connections that you already have. But that is um, another good way to choose a niche based off of your experience or industries or roles that you have working. My third tip is to look at the market what are the needs of businesses in your industry and i love to recommend this particular tip because people pay for what they want and what they need especially if you're solving a problem so if you can look at a market that you're interested in and identify problems within that market cater to that market because for sure you're gonna get sales you just need to market yourself properly show up present and you're going to get leads even if every lead for sure is not going to turn into a sale but for sure you're going to get traction if you are solving a problem and you can prove that you can solve this problem effectively my final tip will be to talk to other freelancers what niches are they working in what's working for them and with anything in life gathering feedback from other people and in this case, people within your community, which would be other freelancers, is a great place to start because from freelancing, you could pick up on other markets that need assistance, or you may even have a thought someday that you're like, Shh, damn, I wish I had the patience to do this or the patience to do that. Because from working with all of my clients, our past clients, I noticed that this is a problem that. Someone that has the expertise or the skill, if they had to decide to do this, they could make millions. They can make seven, eight figures from starting a business with this. And from talking to someone now who quote unquote had that kind of experience or thought or methodology in the past, like now you have an idea of something that you can look into and see if that's of interest of you. And if so, get started on that and see where it goes. So once you have a general idea of your niche, you can start to narrow it down further, which I gave an example before of a niche within a niche. But another example would be if you're a writer, you could specialize in writing blogs or website copy or email campaigns. So that would be your niche within the niche. You don't just write every and any type of content. You only write blog posts, website copy or email marketing campaigns. Now, how to identify hyping client opportunities. So once you know your niche, you can start to identify high paying client opportunities very easily, to be honest. And I I learned a few tips along the way as I started in my freelance journey and the years went by and what's not. And I noted them down when I keep reviewing them all the time and going back to them to see which ones were actually true or like if it was a case where it just happened but these ones these four tips that i'm going to mention right now repeatedly happened for me so the the four tips that i'm going to share is look for businesses that are growing rapidly these businesses are more likely to have the budget to invest in freelancers and I mean you can always start with a client that is a high paying client but I know everyone wants to get there as in er- everyone would love to be paid whatever is their definition of a high paying rate or salary or whatever and we are uh, sometimes unfortunately we have to go in search for it they don't always come to us but just by doing a bit of the research and looking for businesses that seem to be growing rapidly even if they have some press or some news or something and you saw this particular company that was mentioned within the niche that you're in reach out to them and see like what they have going on if they need any assistance in something that you offer share your portfolio that kind of stuff just to get your name mentioned or you know, at least no one within the company. And I myself have seen other freelancers done this within some of my clients that I have through freelancing, through doing my freelancing work. I saw other freelancers did this. I actually got a job. So nothing is wrong with reaching out. Nothing is wrong with reaching out and seeing what would be the client's response or output because they could only say yes or no. And if you don't reach out, you would never know which one is that they would have said. The second tip I have is to target businesses in high margin industries. These types of businesses can afford to pay higher rates for freelancers. And again, the only way you would know this is if you actually do your research and see like, find these businesses that are paying her you can even check linkedin and search by companies and that sort of stuff and see like you know what's going on what's not if if you're bold enough reach out to past employees and ask them about how it was for them working at this company where they left that kind of stuff there's always a bunch of news on the internet to be honest on large or highly skilled businesses so you will be able to see some stuff there but you never truly 100% get the deal or the feel of how a company or business is until you actually get in and are hired and working with the team and they have access to like internal stuff and like in meetings and get kind of feel for persons but otherwise it's still like a, you could get a good idea from research but you can never get the full full idea so just leave some room for probably for you know something that you may not like but in most cases it does way it the pros does outweigh cons in most cases because a very 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 thriving business can't survive for a long period of time with a toxic work environment um the third tip that i have is to look for businesses that are outsourcing work for the first time these businesses may be willing to pay a premium for your services and this happens but it doesn't happen a lot at least for me it didn't happen a lot but it did happen and after like they get in the whole flow of freelancing and like they do their research on what's not and they understand how to find freelancers or like find different platforms and what's not and stuff. And even from trial and error, like as a few months go by of them actively hiring and and testing different freelancers, they get a gist or a rhythm, and then. Like they, they have more confidence than they want. if they're going for a lower rate that like they may still be able to get some freelancers. So that's why I did point it out that only look for in this, in terms of this specific tip, only look for businesses that are sourcing work for, that are outsourcing work, sorry, for the first time. Because as I said, when they get into the gist of working with freelancers all the time and they know how much a standard rate basically would be for a specific job, they may try to talk to them, or they may go with the freelancer with a lower rate. So that's why it's also extremely important to make your portfolio stand out and be very memorable within your interviews. The last tip that I have is to network with other freelancers and entrepreneurs. They can help you identify potential clients. And that is why I had emphasized in, I think it was two episodes ago, going out, networking, you know, mixing and mingling with the right crowd and people that could actually benefit your business and you or what you're trying to put out there into the world can actually help you in the long run. Because, for instance, I went to a cocktail party only last month. At this cocktail party, I met a lady, and we were just talking, like we saw one another pass and greet, just talk, whatever. And then like, we got into talking about what we do, was our professions, what's not. And I told her about my coaching that I, my coaching services that I offer and what's not. And she recommended a friend to me, so that like, I wouldn't have gotten that lead if I didn't went to this this cocktail party one two if i didn't open up and be actively speaking and like share a little bit about myself and what i do with this lady she wouldn't know about me to then recommend me to her friend or her colleague so networking is a big must to be honest with other freelancers and entrepreneurs sometimes it may not be with freelancers and entrepreneurs but in this life you never know who knows who so if somebody asks, don't be afraid to say that you're a freelancer and you specialize in XYZ, ABC. You, you never know what someone may need. And be ready to share like your work and what's not. And take numbers and follow up and stuff like that. Just to get your services out there and to keep people within the loop. Because word of mouth is one of the biggest marketing tactics. So those are my tips in terms of how to identify high paying Client opportunities, and in terms of niches and niche selections, I really, 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 really hope that those tips were of interest and you actually feel that like you could take these and run with it. Um, yeah. But as I said, if you guys have any questions, please feel free to reach out at Tricia at the Remote Catalyst. Com. I want to end by saying this a little bit, though. Niche selection and targeting high-paying clients are extremely essential for freelancers who want to build a successful business. By focusing on your strengths and your expertise and targeting the right businesses, you can attract high-paying clients and build a more loyal client base. No, I hope that that resonates with you guys and you really take that and put it into action because selecting your niche is extremely important. And I know you're tired of hearing me say this, but it will definitely help you in the long run. And it will also give your clients clarity on what they can expect from you and what they can get from you. So take some time, do some research decide what you want to be your niche you could test it out you could change it you could dive deeper into your specific niche just do what's best for you and put some of these tips that i mentioned earlier within your flow and see how it goes do let me know too if you use any of these tips how they worked out for you and yeah you guys know how to reach me if you have any questions thank you so much for listening Thank you so much for your feedback, your continuous feedback. And if you have any questions, please feel free to contact me. Thank you and have a great day, morning, evening, wherever you are in the world. See you.